Hi guys, welcome back to the Nevermind Potty Podcast. My name is Matt. Welcome to the show. On this week's show, we sat down with guitarist and frontman Timo of the band Oceans. Um, this is a fantastic conversation. This is a really honest conversation. And if you want to know what it's like being in a young, up-and-coming band in 2022 with the world the way it is at the moment, Timo speaks so openly in this podcast. It is genuinely inspiring. Um, their new record, Hell is Where the Heart Is, it's out now. It's out today. Go and show it some love on Spotify, Apple, but more importantly, Go out and support these bands. These bands need support. If your favourite band is releasing a record and you have not purchased that record with your own money, and don't get me wrong, I know times are hard, but if you've not gone out and purchased a shirt or purchased a, a CD or a vinyl or whatever, like these bands are not going to be around forever because there's just a vacuum in the music industry at the moment and it's a whole thing and... Shit is fucking expensive, both for you and for I listening to this podcast is just quote-unquote normal people, but bands are quote-unquote normal people as well. So, you know, go and support these bands. Um, this is a fantastically open conversation with Timo of the band Oceans. We have got a few more podcasts up and coming until the end of 2023, and then we're taking a short break at the very end of 2022. Um, to take Christmas off basically and then we'll be back in 2023 so this is the first of I think three or four podcasts I've got upcoming before the end of the year and then we are bowing out for 2022 and then looking forward to the new year anyway my conversation with Timo of the band Oceans enjoy Hi guys, welcome back to the Nevermind Polly Podcast. Hope everybody is doing well wherever you are listening to this podcast. My name is Matt, I'm your host, and we chat to rock and metal bands from around the world, and this week is no exception. Uh, I'm chatting to the brilliant um, guitarist and frontman of the band Oceans, Timo. How are we doing today? Hello, I am doing very, very well. I am happy to be here. It is the pleasure is all mine. It's all thanks good. For the, thanks for the really nice introduction. Bril- no, brilliant no, sounds good. <laughs> no, uh, uh, genuinely brilliant. I have to just first of all acknowledge if, if you're not watching this on YouTube, you've got a really cool glow behind you. Is that like a lighting effect in in, in your house or? Uh, I bought I bought um, oh, what's it called? It's like a projector. Yeah, it looks like I'm staring into the Northern Lights behind you. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually I do love it. I just try to to pimp up my like yeah up your get up <laughs> my 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 zoom background and uh yeah 30 bucks on amazing stuff on this amazing. big uh online retail store that i don't want to say the name no, 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 that's, fair. <laughs> that's, that's fair that's fair um so the reason why we're all here is to chat to you guys about and to yourself about the new record um hell is where the heart is um you're a few days before releasing it. How are you feeling right now? How's how's the mood of yourself and the general other lads in the camp? Uh, I feel excited, very much mm. excited about it. Um, I'm really happy that it's finally 
I, I even want to say coming to a closure. <laughs> yeah. No, um, because we've been releasing songs for, from this album for, I just realized this doing a lot of interviews now, we've been releasing songs for a year now. The first single was released in November 2021. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's pretty mad, isn't it? It's is pretty yeah. mad. So, so I I got I heard about you guys through a couple of the singles that have been released um during lockdown. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I I was quite I like to think that I'm quite good at finding new bands where you know with the Spotify, Apple, wherever you can obviously yeah. you have everything. So generally, most people will just default to what they know because we like home comforts and such. But um, I found you guys um, just like I say through through Spotify playlists and things like that. Mm -hmm. So I, I guess it's kind of a different way of approaching, um, sort of not quite so much writing music, but kind of releasing music. How do you find it doing that sort of thing where you're sort of drip feeding uh, music rather than just going bang? Here's the record. Yeah, it just felt. I would say. I mean. I would even say it felt necessary to do it differently because uh, streaming, I mean, this is old news. Streaming has massively changed the way how we as people consume music, but also how the whole industry works. And uh, the whole metal community, not community, but the whole metal industry mm. is kind of lacking behind. Yeah. If you ask me, they are still stuck in this every three years we release an album and then we go on tour cycle kind of thing. Um, whilst the mainstream pop and especially hip hop and rap world has shifted to a way faster, more single driven um, approach in releasing music, which is, of course, because, yeah. Uh, it's in line. People don't have this, probably this big attention span anymore. I don't know. I don't know if it's really the case, but that's what people say all the time. So um, like you said, they listen more to playlists than maybe to a whole album. And we saw it with the debut. Um, you can, you can check the stats on Spotify. And then if you just look the songs like the, along the track list and, and watch the stream, you can just see the streams go down like a waterfall the far yeah. it goes at the end of the album and we said okay i mean we put so much work in all those songs and and, and so much love and time and money mm. why should we accept that nobody is hearing half of it <laughs> absolutely absolutely i want to i want to say just off the bat that there are there are the, the very few uh, and i class myself as the very few who will sit down with a record so with certain bands, I try not to listen to anything, you know, because the thing is, it's like, you know, people get excited about new music and they go, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. And it's like mm. but a whole body of work. And especially with your guys' material as well, when I got sent the record, obviously I had the singles and things, but encompassing it as a whole piece of art, it makes so much more sense because it's like these songs are, are different, but all kind of themed together, if, if that makes sense. Obviously it will to yourself, but... Yeah. Um, it, it, it's it's it is such a thing with um with streaming and things where it's kind of like like you say there's just a constant need for for content and I I like to think of this sort of thing as a bit of an algorithm and yeah. it, it just eats it all up and all the rest of it so the world is different um from where where it was a few years ago and obviously 
I don't want to touch on this too much because it's so depressing as a topic, but the the pandemic kind of is happening over wherever, wherever you stand on it. Um, How was kind of the recording process putting out music during that time? And how did you kind of stay kind of mentally sane, I guess, during that time? Because it was a weird one for everybody. That's true. It was a weird one. I mean, um, of course, it's frustrating, especially for us being like we started out in 2018-19 then we had the the debut coming in the beginning of 2020 um got the signing with nuclear blast uh, got on our first european tour and everything was like okay fuck yeah we're gonna we're gonna blow up now um but then everything got shut down <laughs> yeah of course and uh, um yeah of course but back then it wasn't as frustrating as it is now, to be honest, because then we just we just took all that energy that we had and just went fully digital and just put everything we had in in the social media, into writing new music, into releasing new music constantly, put out singles, put out EPs, tried to incorporate the fans into some releases. Um and it was it was it was fun and it worked well for us, I think. Um for sure, for sure. And uh yeah, yeah. And this is also, I would say, what kept us sane during this whole time. And it it also enabled us to still grow as a band and not be totally, yeah, stopped by this whole shutdown of the of the live industry. Absolutely. And the reason the reason why I ask is because I've spoken to a, a number of bands who have been gracious enough to give me their time over this over this period. And bands who have been going for for longer than you guys, say like on their eighth, ninth record or whatever, have kind of said it was a chance for them to just stop and just take stock of what they've done over over that time. Whereas for you guys, you hadn't really sort of started. You were sort of revving the engine to go and then it was kind of like halted at the last second. So I guess with you've kind of really got now like two albums worth of material to go out and be like, this is us as a band. This is our new stuff, but here's also a shitload of other stuff. Yeah, so in a yeah. way, you're kind of in a weirdly good position. I, I would, I would guess, having that, having that perspective. Yeah, it depends. I mean, it's like you said. We we just steered into a. We, we just adjusted our direction a little and just uh, <laughs> pressed down the gas pedal 100 and fed, went did the fully digital thing. And then, yeah, it's it is like you said. We 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 um we didn't during that time we 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 managed to grow as a band put out new music um strengthen our status uh but it has come to this point now where we really need to go out on the road like you said um we've been releasing songs now constantly for over a year and even if the fans might not be like over saturated already i don't know maybe they are maybe they aren't but we are just very um it's just an exhausting process to always release always produce the release content always be in this mode always like always doing the pr and and everything you know it's and 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 not playing live not having this outlet um and so we feel that right now we're in the, at this point where, like you said, we have a shit ton of material and people want to hear it. People all over the world want to hear it. Mm. Um, and we need to go out. But it is hard to to get out there because, yeah, shows are happening again. But there is a lot of buts, actually. Mm. There's yeah. uh, um, 
yeah so many problems now you know not only because of the pandemic and the shutdown and let's say for example festivals still have bands on their roster for 2023 that they booked back in 2020 or 21 yeah that makes it hard for a newcomer band to get on the billing this is one thing and then on the other hand there's the reason why a lot of tours get cancelled or at least shrunk down at the moment because everything's getting fucking expensive there's no crew members the gas is expensive buses are expensive um, and it's sometimes logistically and, and financially simply not possible to do a tour. Mm. And um, this, yeah, it makes it hard. We're in a very tough position at the moment because we, like you said, we have it all. We're here. We're ready to go. Yeah. Um, but the circumstances are very, very hard at the moment. And we just have to hold on a little longer mm -hmm. and um, work hard and, and hope for the best. <laughs> absolutely and i i think that's that's very very honest of you to say that because i don't i don't think the average music fan quite gets it because essentially what they see is they say um okay so an a, a band will release a record they'll then go on tour and they'll make shitloads of money and everything <laughs> will be great but the world was never like that to begin with unless you're like at the really high top end anyway but it's the logistics, like you say, is is an absolute nightmare at the moment. You know, I, I was watching um, uh, a tech guy who do, uh, do what goes on tour with bands and talk about like mm -hmm. breakdowns of how much like a bus costs, like just a simple like sprinter van, and it's yeah. like fucking mental. Like, do you know what I mean? It, it's crazy. Yeah, so, yeah. and uh, there's a total like over overall Europe, there's a mm. massive shortage of bus drivers. Mm -hmm. that's that's an even more problem not not just the buses but they they all the drivers that got that basically lost their jobs during the pandemic they just went on to do something else and nobody wants to come back now <laughs> yeah absolutely absolutely um so I, I would like to if we can um touch a little bit on your your sort of musical upbringing as i've put it in my notes sure. because I, th I think everyone has like a story of how they got into where they are today and you're yeah. a guitarist guitarist as well as vocalist so what was your kind of musical upbringing were your family musical and how did you kind of get into the music you play now mm. Mm, my family i mean not overly but a little bit my my, my dad plays the piano mm -hmm. um but that's about it actually mm. um and for for metal music, it's the same story as for most. I mean, I, I didn't have a bigger brother or anyone who could like hand, hand me his metal CDs. Yeah. Um, but then I had friends at school that had bigger brothers that that, yeah, that, absolutely. that got cool CDs. I think that first stuff that I that I listened to in school was stuff like Sepultura, um, Rammstein, Korn, Slipknot. Those are just the bands that I started with back then sure. that got me into heavy music i mean this was late 90s now more like early 2000s so yeah those were the those were the bands back then that were kind of those entry bands into the metal world so this is what 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 got me hooked with metal music and then i think when it was about when i was 13 14 or so me and a bunch of friends from school we just said hey we want to start a band um and back then i actually started to play bass so originally I'm a bass player, actually. Yeah. I, I had bass lessons for, I don't know, six, seven, eight years when I was a kid or a teenager. Yeah. 
Um, and yeah, I just, that's, that's just what we did. We were a couple of friends starting to learn their instruments and at the same time starting to form their first band and we just, yeah, met every, what? every week and played and fooled around. <laughs> Absolutely. What what made you transition from uh, bass to to guitar? What was mm. the sort of reasoning for that, or was it just a case of wanting to try something different as well? No, it just happened. I mean, I've been playing guitar, um, anyways, because I was always into recording mm-hmm. a lot and songwriting, like at home at the computer. So I um I started writing songs very early and therefore I just I, I just recorded all the instruments mm. and this is how I not like how I learned to play guitar but I taught myself and the only thing that I can do is play like metal guitar <laughs> and not like and even not not that even not not even that good I I'm I'm like I can play rhythm guitar if you want to say like that. I'm not like a crazy shredder or soloist or whatever. I cannot do any of that. Um, but I can play pretty tight, which comes from the recording thing, I guess, because I always had the direct feedback. I said in front of the computer, recorded something, could listen to it and see, um, this is not tight on the drums. I need to be better on that. So this is how I learned. And then, yeah, back, I was just playing in another band back then. Uh, I was playing the bass. And then the lead guitar, and and I was also writing a lot of the songs, and I was also recording most of the guitars and bass in the studio for that band. And then the lead guitarist left the band, and I just we just said, okay, it's easier to replace, um, to get someone to play the bass, and I just play the guitar because I write all the shit anyways. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Do uh, you yeah. remember? Do you do you remember the first CD that you bought with your own money or vinyl tape, wherever it had been back then? Oh no, it wasn't vinyl. That was the CD uh, era. Yeah, I'm not that old. <laughs> <laughs> no, me neither. I said I, I'm. Or I not born... that young. Depends. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. Oh, that's really hard to say. Really, really hard to say. Um. I'm tempted to say "Issues" by Corn. Great record. M- but Great. might might not be the truth though. But it was no, definitely. Bad. It might it 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 was definitely one of the first metal CDs that I bought and one of the albums that I hold most dearest. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I, I love all the early corn stuff. It's very, very good. Um, I'd like to ask, um, how do you go about writing your music? So I've put I've put in the notes here, how how do you go about writing a song like I um I sing or skin? Because does it start off with a, a sort of a riff or a lyrical idea? How does it kind of uh, go from a, a tiny little acorn of an idea to a big oak tree of a, of yeah. a riff? I mean, it, it depends a little. Um, but mostly it's... Or, yeah, I probably can say it always... I always start with the music. I never have... Um, or had until this point because now I try to do that more but mm. as I I haven't been a vocalist in the past I was I was playing guitar bass I was doing some backing vocals and sure. when I did vocals it was always screaming and growling stuff mm-hmm. um so I never started writing music with like a melody line like of vocals or anything like that because it doesn't work with screaming there's no melody in it mm. um 
So I always started with the guitar in the in my hand in front of the computer, drum computer, maybe a beat, maybe a riff, something like that. Um, but nowadays it evolved a little because with Oceans I got much more into the um, clean vocals thing. I I I, I kind of explore what I what what I can do with my voice, what what I am able to do with melodies, with singing, how high can I sing, how low can I sing, all that stuff. It's it's still new to me, and I'm still learning. Yeah. And I felt that this has opened up a whole new world of how to approach writing songs because now I can actually do that. I can have this whistle, I don't know, I can whistle a melody and think, oh, this might be a cool vocal line. Or I have some lyric bits and pieces in my head already and then I come up with a melody and then I write a song around it. So, yeah, now there's no formula anymore, but mostly I start with with the music. I I never start with the lyrics. For sure. If if you could create your own dream tour with Oceans being on that bill, what other two bands would you have on a three-band bill? Two bands. Okay. It has to be Korn. There's no okay. other way. Yeah. There's no other Fair. way for me. It's just that they are still, they have ever been, and they still are my most favorite band. <laughs> yeah. You, you'll go down well in, in this house. My other half adores Korn. So... <laughs> <laughs> very very good very good um and it might be it might even be a weird tool then because if they actually would um would watch our show then they might find a couple of things that sound familiar to them (laughs) (laughs) because they inspire me a lot i would say Mm. so i don't know if they would like it or if they would be offended I wouldn't know, but I, th- I think they've been around for for long enough. I think they'd be all right. I think they'd be cool. Probably, yeah. Probably. <laughs> so yeah, but they they'd have to be on there, and then ah, oh, that's the it's hard. It's hard. That's probably this answer you ask me another time again, and it's going to be mm-hmm. another band, maybe for sure. But um, right now, I would I would maybe make a strategical choice and i say it would be maybe ghost main yes that that would be cool i could see that that'd be cool i'm a big fan of ghost main and they're great i really like them that'd be cool yeah i'm still 50 50 there he's here's a lot of songs that i totally dig and there are a lot of songs that i listen to and I think oh, what the fuck is this crap i can't i cannot stand it <laughs> um so it's weird but it, it's it's very creative and artistic and i i 100 appreciate that and um and i like this whole genre that that expanded during the recent years of those like single trap electronic i don't know soundcloud <laughs> yeah absolutely. rap dudes that are opening up into the metal world and, and taking stuff from that and i really really would love if the metal world would open up into this direction as well absolutely it, it does seem like um that there's a few bands who over the years have kind of just not worried about genre and i and me personally as a music fan I know genre like is obviously helpful for when you're categorizing someone to explain to someone what they might sound like, but I yeah. just generally use the blanket umbrella of heavy. And it's like, what well, is that like they're heavy or they're melodic, which is a, such a better way of going. They're a death metal symphonic, whatever. Like it just it's not as helpful, you know? 
So if, if someone who hasn't heard of Oceans, how would you describe your sound in, say, a few words, in your own words? This has been asked so often, and I, I always don't know what to say, really. It's, <laughs> it's, I always end up then in, in doing exactly what you just said. And I think, yeah, it's a mix. We, we, have, we have new metal and death metal and some post-metal stuff in there and maybe even some pop vocals, blah, blah, blah. But huh, does that help? In the end, I don't know. I actually like your approach. I would say we are we are a Jekyll and Hyde. We are very melodic and soft, but we are also very, very heavy and drastic. <laughs> Absolutely. And I, it I can, totally agree with that. And, and it can change from one to the other where you don't expect it to, to do it. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and that's the thing. Coming from, from this, uh, so as I say, I'm a, I'm a music fan first, regardless of anything else I do in this yeah. sort of industry, a music fan first. So when I put something on, I'm like, I kind of like, okay, right, headphones on, right, let's just listen to what it is. So like, was your some of your songs start off like maybe a minute and a half of, of metal. And it's like, cool, right, I'm in, I'm riffing, everything's good. And then it will switch on a dime and suddenly it's clean vocals and it's like... Yeah. Oh, okay. I was expecting, and that's what's brilliant about this genre as a just a whole thing. Mm. It can just flick on a dime, you know. And it's no disrespect to to other genres where they can sort of stay in one lane, if that makes sense. But when yeah. you're able to branch out, it's so much more interesting, and I love that. Yeah, and that's what we're trying to do. Like, really, uh, when I write, I try to do this on purpose. I try. I, I sit there chuckling like a little mm -hmm. child when i when i think okay i started writing this like um uh, even pop radio friendly melodic song and then two minutes in um i'm like okay but now i'm gonna scream my lungs out and put in a blast beat and go totally nuts for like 20 seconds and then we go back to the radio friendly chorus <laughs> and and it's it's so fun to do that um and the only like yeah yeah it's just fun to explore this creatively it's just a hard thing to make it feel natural that it just doesn't feel too constructed and forced absolutely um, yeah but i think we're doing a quite decent job with that absolutely i said i've had the record for for a couple of weeks and I think it's flawless. And that's not me just saying that for the sake wow. of the podcast. It's, gen it's genuinely flawless. So I think it's a great record. Thank you. And there, there's a lot of, like I said, there's a lot of things that I didn't catch the first time around. Uh, and there's a lot of themes and there's a lot of things that are going on. And it's kind of like on the surface, it's a very good, accomplished, heavy record. But when you dive underneath the surface and repeat lessons, it gives you so much more. So I'm kind of glad that you know as a band you've you've gone right this is the whole thing this is the whole record rather than just because some bands have gone here's 10 singles over the course of a year yeah and it's like that's cool but at the same time it, it's not a full uh world if that makes sense and that's kind of what i think oceans create is, is a world of immersion in my opinion at least i totally get what you mean by that and i i was having this thought in the beginning of our talk actually when we when we branched this topic, like this is, I was talking about like how streaming changed everything and, 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 and this is necessary, like to have 
smaller snackable bits of music i would say and this is the one thing that we have with the with the three eps and and they work on their own and it's cool and 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 and, and all that but on the other hand we wanted also to have this thing that would please us as music nerds yeah, as well absolutely. because i still enjoy, I, I do i listen to playlists i listen to singles and all that for a, a, many times a lot of reasons whatever but i also still listen to full albums hmm. um uh if, if they speak to me in some way of course and we wanted we wanted to do to do uh to do both worlds right so to say and i think it was now that i speak about it it feels like a very complicated and and hard challenging uh, to do but it all it all came together naturally actually we just and i think it was because we in the beginning we just wanted to make an album yeah and then the whole splitting up thing it just it just happened along the process. It just worked. It all came naturally. The whole concept. We didn't even want to make a concept album. We were just compiling songs for a new album. And then we saw this, oh, this has a theme. Oh, then Patrick wrote this concept story. And then we saw, okay, we have actually three, three parts that kind of work on their own. And it just, it just happened and it all came naturally. And I'm very happy about that. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And and I think, like you say, it's definitely three individual parts, but the, the seams on those parts are like seamless, if that makes sense. It's not that you stitch them together like that, but the way they do flow together, it's kind of like, oh, okay, that's linked with that and that links with that. And it, it does flow like a, a whole immersive thing. So yeah. it makes, makes perfect sense. Yeah, and it becomes it becomes something different something more i think if you if you take the time and listen to the whole thing it can unfold a much much more extreme reaction in in Absolutely. you I've, i i was listening to it uh, like one or two weeks ago for the first time in a while and i was i was floored at the end i i had goosebumps all over and like those those last two songs on the album they have so much more impact if you go through the whole journey before and they leave you with so much more emotion in the end instead of just listening to them like on their own absolutely and that's the thing though there is definitely um quote unquote metal bangers in there but (laughs) as as, to use that analogy but as a whole piece of of art which music is it's, it's a wonderful thing um I'm going to ask you one sort of final question, Timo, and I want to thank you for your time. Um, And it's a question I ask every guest I've had on, and that is what, in your opinion, is the best thing about being in your band? I say your band because I always say the best thing in a band, and they go, well, in my band? And I'm like, yeah, obviously. (laughs) So just to clarify. (laughs) What's the best thing to be in my band is that we not only are allowed to do what we love and have this creative outlet that helps us to stay sane, but that we even have, I would even say the privilege um, of a lot of people that are getting back at us, writing us messages and telling us how our music and our message actually helped them um, 
go through difficult times, um, battle their mental health issues, depression, anxiety, you name it. And I think this is, yeah, this is the most rewarding thing for me that we wanted to, in a way, be more than just a band. We also wanted to spread a message and put some good vibes out there in the world, even though we do make heavy and sad music. And that that this that it comes back and that it works. This just makes me extremely happy. Absolutely. And I have one final question, which everybody hates when I interview them because they go, <laughs> they go, I can't answer that. But what is ahead? Obviously, the record is out now as people listen to this. Um, would assume that tours and things are, are potentially on the cards but again going back to the start of the conversation um it's kind of everything's a bit a bit rubbish in the touring life but what is ahead that you can obviously talk about and, and want to plug and say to the fans um i'm gonna say that it has been a long and exciting and very successful year leading up to this album and that it is it, it is releasing this thing now it feels amazing and i hope that people will enjoy it and they can do us a huge favor if they order the vinyl or the, the cd Absolutely. and what is up next for us now is we're going on vacation <laughs> <laughs> that's fair that's fair <laughs> and whatever is happening in 2023 we will talk about next year then <laughs> absolutely absolutely um guys thank you so much for listening to this podcast my name has been matt this has been the nevermind poly podcast with timo of the band oceans you can check out their brand new record which is out now hell is where the heart is out everywhere go and buy a cd go and buy a vinyl pick up shirts from their merch store, which i'm sure they have um thank you One. for being you timo thank you for coming on the show um it's been a great thank pleasure. you we will see you in 2023, my friend. Thank you so much. Hell yeah. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.